This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. It's Chrysomania, brother. That's a great question. Look at you, man, oh, with the powerful you. questions. <laughs> Woo! This is the Chris Van Vliet Show. Chris Van Vliet Show. Ladies and gentlemen, Chris Van Vliet! Here we go for another episode of the Chris Van Vliet Show. Thank you for downloading this, and thank you for being my co-host. You know, I don't technically have a co-host, so that makes you the co-host. The podcast officially turns one month old this week. This has been great. Um, I'm glad you guys like it as much as I am. And this interview with Hornswoggle is no different. Uh, He has a new book coming out September 10th called Life is Short, and So Am I. What a great title. Uh, It's available for pre-order now. Uh, We talk about his life uh, being a father of a nine-year-old son. Yeah, Hornswoggle's a dad. We talk about his father, Vince McMahon. (laughs) Remember when he was... You know, Vince McMahon's illegitimate son for a couple weeks, and then they just forgot about that storyline. We talk about him being the anonymous Raw general manager, uh, how long he's been stuck under a ring uh, until they finally did use him in a show. Um, And here's the thing. Dylan Postel, Hornswoggle, is only 33 years old, so he has so much more ahead of him from here. Uh, Thank you guys for continuing to leave these five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts. I mean, seriously, these help out more than anything else so uh, if you're listening on an apple device uh, and you haven't left a review yet please take 27 seconds today and leave that review it'd be awesome Uh, it's my way of saying uh, thank you i'm reading one per episode uh, on the show here it's my way of saying thank you for leaving them and also a reminder to say hey want to be part of the show well, just leave a five-star review. It's that simple. Like Todd B12. He says, informative and entertaining. One of the best podcasts going today. Chris has a love and passion for what he does, and it shows in his work. He never makes it about himself, but still makes himself stand out from the other interviewers. Keep up the great work, Chris. Well, Todd, thank you so much for that. And that's a comment I get a lot. A lot of people are like, oh, thank you for letting the person talk. And I, I, I'm blown away when I hear that comment because it's like, well, even though the show is called The Chris Van Vliet Show, and the only reason I call it that is because that's my name and that's the name of my YouTube channel, but nobody is clicking on my videos. Nobody's downloading any of these episodes because they want to hear me talk. You're here to hear my guest. Uh, and so I ask questions and I legitimately want to know the answer. So I sit back and I take it in just like you do. Uh, I'm a fan, a huge wrestling fan, just like you are. So I just want, I want to hear their answers. So thank you to Todd for pointing that out. Thank you to everyone else who's pointed that out and, and listen uh, and, and has listened to me. And, and thank you. I, I just, I really appreciate you saying that. Um, it, it's comments like that that you guys make uh, and spread the word to your friends. When, when you say, hey, you should listen to Chris. He lets his interview guests talk. 
It, it allows this to grow and be bigger and bigger and bigger. So thank you so much. Also, thank you uh, to Green Roads. They've been a sponsor since day one. And the Chris Van Vliet Show is brought to you by them because they have the best CBD products, hands down. And not all CBD products are equal. And there's a ton of companies out there who pump out some stuff that's eh, not so good. Don't even actually have CBD in them. They'll say CBD on the label, but don't actually have CBD in the ingredients, which is crazy. And a lot of these companies came along during that CBD boom, which has been going on for the last year or so. But Green Roads is a pharmacist-founded company dedicated to improving the lives of people who take it. I take it. Their, their CBD oil is super easy to take. I've got a ton of stuff going on in my life, and it just kind of helps with the anxiety and the stresses of everyday life. Uh, use my code CHRIS15 to get 15% off at greenroadsworld.com. The CVV also uh, CVV show also brought into your ear holes right now by Samson Technologies, who's provided us with this mic and these cables and the mixer and everything else to make us sound so good. And you can check out all of their stuff if you're looking to get into podcasting or you know someone who is looking to get into podcasting. Check that out at samsontech.com. So Hornswoggle and I talk about a lot here, and we talk about whether he's going to be part of the Raw reunion because, as you know, our truth has been mentioning him a lot lately. Uh, mistaking him for Drake Maverick, which has been great. And I said, well, how perfect would it be if you showed up at Raw Reunion and won the 24-7 championship? And look, I'm sitting here in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, where I live. Tampa's like a, and this is where the show was last night. Well, basically, Dania Beach is a couple minutes from where I live here. That's where Gangrel's Wrestling Asylum show was last night where we recorded this interview. It's like a three and a half hour drive from here to Tampa where, where Raw's going to be tomorrow. So it would make perfect sense for this to happen. He says it's not going to happen. I guess we'll find out Monday night, won't we? Uh, this was a fun one. Please enjoy it. It's my chat with Dylan Postel, a.k.a. Hornswoggle. All right, here we go. Oh, we've been talking about making this happen for a long time. Yes. We have a friend in common in Steve Guy. Shout out to Steve Guy. And uh, I'm glad we're finally making this happen here in South Florida. So this is, this, is, this is the real Dylan here. Okay. I didn't realize Fort Lauderdale was South Florida until uh, Jim just said it. South Florida, first time. I thought we were like I didn't I didn't I, I don't know where Fort, Fort Lauderdale. So you thought like Fort Lauderdale, Fort Myers, I like it was up north, like the Keys. Is uh, the Keys up north hold, or is the Keys oh south? My, I mean, this is, no, the Keys are like as far south in America as you can go. Yeah, uh, like the furthest south point in America is by, lower than Miami. Yes. Yeah, like to drive from Miami to Key West would be like a four-hour drive. No. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a one-lane highway, too. I graduated high school. I, I, I did. There you go. Oshkosh West High School. I graduated. That, that's the actual name of your high school? Yeah, Oshkosh West. We have Oshkosh North and Lourdes Academy as well. <laughs> and Fox Valley Christian. <laughs> Four big ones. <laughs> <laughs> I see when you're booked on these shows, you're officially booked as Swoggle. Yeah, because they, they took the horn from me. <laughs> but your Instagram name, your Twitter name, still Hornswoggle. Stop mentioning that. Okay, I don't want to lose that. <laughs> sorry, everyone. No, I mentioned, actually, I mentioned it a lot, and it's, uh, I don't know. If, I'm assuming they just don't care, hopefully. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I still am WWE Horns because I'm <laughs> stop, man. I've noticed that. Like that's, that's of course I made, you are. I made my name is that. I like when Dolph Ziggler was promoting that you were at the comedy show with him. He's like, joined by Hornswoggle. He's such a dick. 
<laughs> He's such a dick. He, the whole comedy show thing came up because I called him out on it. I said, you're in my home, like, my second hometown, essentially. You're there. Thanks for the invite. And he puts, you opening? And I go, sure. Yeah, that, yes, that's fine. <laughs> He's such, and then, like, every tweet was, like, he gave me a new name, like, the vivacious hornswoggle it's, i said what's up with the names but he's he's a dick but he's my best friend that's a dick ziggler i've, I've interviewed best. him so many he's times i love ziggler yeah he's, he's uh, actually he's gonna be on with us in a couple days here and he's funny yeah like he Im- I, I hate putting him over because he's a <laughs> dick to me but he was really funny and it was doing those two comedy shows was so awesome uh just because I've never done it in my hometown. My parents were there the first night, and I didn't know. No way. I didn't know they were coming. Wow. I walked up, I'm walking up to the stage, and I see my parents, and I go, oh, I'm, I have to tell three coming jokes. And one about me being hammered. Oh, wow. Oh. Hi, Mom. Yeah, that literally was like, yep, parents are right there. I'm sure they're real proud. <laughs> but it was, uh, I told Dolph after. I go, yeah, my parents surprised me. And they came, met him, met him again, and he goes, you didn't know? And they go, no, he didn't know. Oh, no. It was crazy. So you're putting Ziggler over as being really funny, but you're also really funny. Oh, thank you. Yeah. It's, uh, I enjoy it, man. I, my body likes it a lot more than wrestling. Well, I bet it does. But it's, it's something that I really enjoy, and I'm trying to get better. Uh, that second night was this, my 10th show, and they're just quick, quick sets. But it's it's fun. I do, really enjoy it. Do you think taking bumps for someone with your stature is worse on your body, uh, or is it easier on your body? You're not falling as far. With my medical history, it's it's a lot scarier. Um, I have a metal rod fused in my back, and I was told no trampolines and no contact sports. <laughs> so and do I, you not bump anymore? Uh, no, I was told that at four years old. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I somehow wow. said fuck you to like that mindset because I'm going to be a professional wrestler. I'm going to be, yeah, I'm going to fall for a living and say, I don't care. But it's just, I don't know. Like, I, I think there is more risk, um, especially with my history, but I don't know. I, my dad worries about it a lot. I'm sure, I don't. I'm sure any parent worries about oh, yeah. their kid yeah. in the wrestling ring. What I was it at three, four years old where you, you know, you realized your parents realized something was wrong here with your medical history? Um, my my dwarfism, midgetism as I call it, I can say it. You can say it's okay. I, what is the correct term? Dwarf, but you can. I'll give you the pass. Okay, because little person seems very demeaning. I hate that. I hate dwarf. Dwarf is weird to me. It's just a. It's like people like weird about the moist word, which is stupid to me. Yeah. But the word dwarf gives me that feeling. I'm just like. Ugh. Yeah, I could see that. But And little person. Like, I always say the word midget makes me money. Because midget wrestling on a poster, you know what it is. Of course. Little person wrestling, what is that? It's right. Like, yeah. What is, it's, who, what, what is little? Yeah. P- okay. Just small people? Five-footers? <laughs> normies? <laughs> like small normies? <laughs> but it's uh, it just, like, midget wrestling people know what it is. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so back to my midgetism. Sorry, yes. No, uh, what, 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 <laughs> but what caused no, I, uh, a rod I a, to be in your back? I, 
I had curvature with achondroplasia, okay. which is the kind of dwarfism I have. It's the most common type. It, it curvature of the spine, and the, to straighten it out, they tried surgery, and the first doctor never did back surgery on a little person. Paralyzed me, and uh, no way. Yeah. So then I had to be helicoptered or plane ride. I don't remember. I was like four years old. Four or five. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> it's young. Uh, to Minneapolis, and they fused. They took out a rib and fused that, and I met a rod in my back. Yeah. And somehow you still wrestle. That's yeah. amazing. I bite asses, Chris. You bite asses? <laughs> it's, that's but no, that's, that's <laughs> what I do now because my body is, is rough. But it's, uh, I love it. I, 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 I don't know what else I would do besides work at Target. And Target at this <laughs> Like, I worked at Target and I, I loved it. But I would hate my life if I still worked there. You could work at Walmart. Chris. I really want to like you. <laughs> I want to like you. There's Not people watching this that work at Walmart. Yeah, I'm sorry. Sweet. Yeah. Oh, okay. When you first step upgrade, when you first step foot <laughs> in, into a wrestling school, yeah. did they go? No, we're not. This is. Uh, no, because they saw. I th- they saw dollar signs with a midget being on their shows. Mm-hmm. Um, because I don't believe it or not, there's not a lot of midgets in Wisconsin that wrestle, Chris. Mm. Not a lot. Okay. Um, <laughs> but uh, uh, I said I don't want to be trained as a midget wrestler. Yeah. I don't want to bite asses and pull down rest pants, and that's what I do now. <laughs> but uh, um, I wanted to be a, I wanted to be trained as a regular wrestler. I wanted to take bumps as a regular wrestler. Yeah. And that's what I wanted to do because I didn't watch I didn't grow up watching Sky Lolo and Little Beaver and then I watched Jeff Hardy and Rey Mysterio and all them that's what I like yeah I, I didn't I just didn't want to be the easy out yeah were those the people you looked up to Jeff Hardy because uh, of my size oh I did it yes I, didn't mean to uh, do that. I always said I wanted to be X-Pac and Jeff Hardy okay because I really liked X-Pac especially when he's one two three kid yeah um, and I liked Rey Mysterio only in WWE because I never watched WCW. I would only watch the first hour of WCW, which is when the cruiserweights were yep. on. Mm-hmm. But then I would turn over at nine o'clock. Well, I guess in your time zone it would have been eight o'clock, nope. right? Seven. What? Start at seven. Oh, I'm saying when Raw would come on at, at eight, eight o'clock. o'clock. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yes. You're in Central Nitro. Time. Nitro yes. started at seven. Yes. Nitro with the cruiserweight hour. Yes. Okay. It don't yep. make sense now. But it's uh yeah. Then I would, I would immediately turn over and uh, I didn't care about WCW. I didn't get it. Uh, I bought the I got the games for 64 just because it was wrestling games and my parents thought like, hey, you must really like this because it's wrestling. Oh wow! Holy cow! No. It's okay; these mics won't pick up a lot yeah. of that. But wow! Um, it's like someone's someone's coming in here. No one is. <laughs> this was before the show. <laughs> oh, even though you say I, you know, I didn't want to be a midget wrestler, you can say that to a promoter and they can go, yeah, hey, that's really nice, Dylan. You're going to wrestle this. And they midget. did. And I still said I'm not going to wrestle as one. Mm. I'm going to do 619s through the bottom and middle and do frog splashes and do this stuff that I shouldn't be doing. Yeah. When I, and all this, oh, just bite the ass. No, I'm, and I told guys I'm not going to do it because I don't want to be that. I didn't get trained to be a midget wrestler. Yeah. I got trained to be a professional wrestler. I want, I want to put things in perspective. How tall are you actually? 4'4". Four, 4'4". Four. Four, four. Four, four. And what is the, the, the cutoff for dwarfism? So... A dwarf is technically uh, under, I believe it's under five foot with medic with 
medical deficiencies. Okay. Uh, my arms and legs are bowed. My head is a little taller, but my torso is the same size mm. as a normie. Um, a midget, I've always heard, is a fully grown, non-medically deficient person under five foot tall. Okay. Four eleven, you're a midget. Wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so when you got into WWE, yeah. um, you know, it, it turned into the. We ass can't biting. use the M word there. Vince hates the M word. Oh, what what word he does he prefer? It. The M word. <laughs> uh, well, I talk about it in my book, Life's Short and So Am I. We were getting there. But. Great title, by the way. I love it. Yeah. Um, and this is the same. We will get to that in a second. But it's the same author. We just interviewed Al Snow sitting yeah. in these exact seats right here. In this building? In this. In this. In awesome. this. That's crazy. Very building. That's crazy. Yeah, right here. Um, the first night. The first, the first or second week, I uh, was at TV's. Um, they had to sneak me back out after my segment. They had to sneak me back, and Kevin Dunn goes, "Vince, uh, we got to get the midget out of the ring, up from another ring." Vince, we got to get that midget out. God damn it, Kevin! He's got a name. Oh, it's like, oh, wow. Yeah, and um, he always told the commentary team that could never call me a midget. I could never refer to me as a midget because it's, it's crass. Uh, and maybe it's because he knew that one day. Uh, what? That, that he would be, you would be his son. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> I hate you. Uh, you but that's right. Well, yeah, that is, yeah, yeah, that's exactly sure why. Yeah. yeah. You knew all along, though. It wasn't because yeah. Ken got suspended no. and talked about Chris Benoit. <laughs> yeah. It was... Yeah, I, I yeah. talk. I've talked to Ken about uh, that on here. Yeah, like that storyline would have taken. He tried to deny it. No, no, he was very open. Did he? About did it. he admit it? Oh yeah, because he's tried to deny. Like he's very fifty-fifty with something. Okay. Like, with that, he'll either deny it fully. Nope, wasn't supposed to be me ever. Just a lot of rumors, you know, internet stuff. Or yeah, yeah. He was like, oh yeah, it was supposed to be me. And here's the thing: that storyline would have gone completely different. And it had you know. Can you imagine? He would have been the guy. Yeah. Instead, it was me. And, but, the, <laughs> but that was also a great storyline no, for uh, you. It was. And it, it, I found out that day at 4 p.m. No way. 4 p.m. Bruce Pritchard comes up to me. Give me your cell phone. Absolutely not. Give me your cell phone. You're going to want to. Okay. Puts it in his pocket. You're Vince's son. We need to sneak you under the ring. No one can know. Where is your gear bag in the locker room? Wow. He goes, sneak under the ring now without anyone noticing. I'm bringing you your gear bag. Yeah. So you were under the ring for like five or six hours? I was used to that. <laughs> That's crazy. But no, like that, yeah, it was because it was the last segment. Yeah. Oh, that, oh, my God. Yeah. It was crazy. And then I said, all right, can I make one call? Uh, he goes, Sure. I'm going to be right here. Who is it? I said, my dad. I just want him to be here. And so I said, hey, dad, uh, can you please bring grandpa oh. to the show tonight? Tickets will be there. He goes, okay. And he didn't, like, my dad knew if I really, like, I would always want him at shows, but he knew if I really asked him to be there, it had to be something. Yeah, yeah. And he was there. He right front row. It's awesome. It's really cool. Him and my grandpa. 
Unfortunately, that storyline kind of ended right there, though. Are you right? I, uh, yeah, no, I found out it was because it was supposed to be originally Finley versus Vince at Mania. Oh, wow. Yeah, which is really nuts. Yeah. But I heard Vince just wasn't feeling it. Huh. Yeah. But I, I can feel like, like it was revealed that you were the son. Vince looked, you know, upset about it, and it was kind of like, that was... That was really it. Lasted two months and yeah. got that JBL thing in there, and that was it. Yeah. It was, uh, yeah, and it's just fine by me. I got main event of Raw segments out of it. Yeah, you did. I got the, the reveal and then the uh, the reunion, the like 15th or 20th, 15th anniversary, I think. The ending shot is me pouring beer on Vince with all, with the beer bash with Austin. Yeah, yeah. It's awesome. Like, yeah. That's crazy to me. This might have been underage at the time. <laughs> uh, but just the closing shot of Raw is me pouring beer on Vince and him coming up to me after. God, what's that all about? And I'm like, oh, shit. I'm in trouble. That was great. Oh. Awesome. Yes. Wow. Yeah. But so the, the payoff there was you were Vince's son, but then like with the anonymous Raw general manager. Oh. So we knew that Ken Kennedy was supposed to be Vince's son. Who was supposed to be the Raw general manager? No idea. Does I anyone know? No, I'm sure someone does. But that was day, uh, uh, that was revealed on a Monday. I was told that Saturday night, Saturday night before, hey, learn a New Jersey accent. <laughs> you know, <laughs> sure. Really? Okay. Yeah. You're going to be this heel general manager from Jersey. Big Nick from Jersey. Yeah, that's where it was going to go. <laughs> I feel like with both of those storylines, like, you became like the butt of the joke there. I always laughed because it was like, okay, we don't have it out. Just give it to Hornswoggle. Right. Like that family guy bit. It's just like, it just falls on me. How do you, how does that make you feel? Awesome. It puts me on TV. It, it does. It does. <laughs> so it's fine. No, it's fine with me. I, I don't care. I wish the GM thing would have turned out like we planned, but I can't do a New Jersey accent. And so... You obviously tried to do one. I did in, in rehearsal. Uh-huh. Uh, in front of the whole ro- like the whole roster was out there, including Hawkins and Kofi in the stands, <laughs> laughing <laughs> at my pain. And then they cut the mics because it was going so bad, and now they're booing because they want to hear this even more. These are my best friends. Mm-hmm. But it's uh, it's it's everything's meant to be, man. I was there for two weeks under ten years. Yeah. I had, I, when I was told it was gonna be a six-month thing. Yeah. I either did something really right or stayed under the radar really well. Or stayed under the ring. But, you know. <laughs> He's a comedian, folks. No, this is the comedian. <laughs> so, like, I, I've heard stories where you said, like, Kevin Dunn forgot you under the ring. Yeah. Uh, how long were you under there? I've been, there's times I've been under the ring for, like, probably five to six hours. Oh, my God. What are you doing overseas, under there? Overseas house shows, like in Mexico, where we have to do it. We, I have to go under before the crowd gets in. And then we're the, we're the main event. I'll change under there. I'll, I'll, uh, have, I used to, like, I would have my PSP on the road. I would play that underneath the ring. I would take a nap. Like, I would, and I knew, crazy part is, I could picture the match, even if it wasn't our match, like, it was, like, Benoit versus MVP. I don't know if I could say that. Um, 
<laughs> but I could picture the match going on above me by the sound of the bumps and the crowd reaction. Mm. I knew what was happening above me. Yeah. It was nuts. It was crazy to me. But it was awesome. Like That, ne- that stuff never bothered me because I could... I could literally sleep under there and I would wake up at the intro for the show. Would someone give you a cue when it was your time to come out? Uh, house shows, live event, live events, as we call it. Of in the course, business. yes. yes. Uh, <laughs> I would have we would I would, we would have a cue, but at TVs I would have a monitor under there. Oh, yeah, so you could watch monitor, the whole show. Literally, it was awesome. <laughs> have a whole monitor, watch yeah. the whole show. How they had a pad, nice pad under the ring. <laughs> house shows, it was like, <laughs> here's the bucket of water bottles and Gatorades. What if you had to like go to the bathroom? Knock on wood, I never had to. Literally, in all my years there, I never had to, and it blows my mind. That's that's mind over matter. That's what that, or good catering. I don't one or the other. No, because I have real bad IBS. So it, it just <laughs> luck, just luck. What was the cue at house shows? Throw, someone... They would throw a water bottle under. Oh, okay. Well, that's discreet. Out. Or, or uh, fit would lift up the apron. Okay. Yeah. Well, that would make sense. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but it was. The water bottle actually like was because no one's watching. The, it was the ring announcer just sitting there, and he just quick toss it. Right. And usually it was like a lot of times it was Tony Chimmel, and man, him and I, he's like my he's like one of my wrestling dads. I gave him so much hell under the ring. I would be under there, and they'd sneak me under sometimes before the sh- like video package would be on, and they'd put me in the dark, and I would just sneak under, and then uh, he'd be in the ring. And every time he'd put the mic down to get out, to get out, I would start out pull the mic cord <laughs> and pull it under the ring. Or I would go out if it's darker, go out and grab the ring bell. Or boogeyman would come out and I would take the worms and lift up the apron a little bit and just throw the worms at him. And he was just, I would just make his life hell. But it was that's how we passed time on the road. I feel like uh, people might not know that you have a son. You post about it all the time on Instagram, but people yeah. might not know this. He's uh, and he's a normie. He's one of you. <laughs> he's one of your people. <laughs> I made a I made a normal kid. Doesn't uh, have like, doesn't have doesn't have messed up arms and legs. Scientifically speaking, yeah. though, what are the odds of your kid being for a boy? It's very very likely. And I was worried. I was really likely worried. that he'd be a dwarf. a dwarf. Wow. Yeah, I was really worried. Um, we got his mom got an ultrasound when she was six months pregnant I believe and uh, I wanted a boy and she wanted a girl found out it wasn't a dwarf and I was really excited found out it was a boy she's laying there and I go yes I <laughs> told you <laughs> and she's bawling <laughs> asshole father of the year moment number one before he was even born uh, but no it's it's he's the best legitimately the coolest part of my life I love him he's like and how old is he? Nine, going wow. on nineteen. <laughs> he passed my height at seven. Oh my god! I'm screwed. I'm ninety eighth percentile for height his whole life. He's gonna be seven foot. Yeah, I know it. It's just gonna be stupid. Does he want to be a wrestler? We had a ring day yesterday for an hour. His newest thing is he wants to do a moon salt. Oh my god! At nine. So what does not a stand? Not a off the ropes. A standing one. What does the father in you say to that? Go. Wow. Get the crash pad and go. Wow. We'll send this video to Nana. <laughs> and she was not happy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's, uh, I, if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. If it happens, it happens. Like, I'm not going to force him into it. But it would be really cool. Yeah. It'd be, I, would be, I, I don't know if any 
midget wrestlers that have a kid wrestling. So that would be awesome. For yeah. Me. So not only second generation, but first ever. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's cool, man. He, uh, he just wants to do it. And he, he, my company back home, he's putting up the ring with the guys at times. Wow. He's doing the turnbuckles. He's well, that's selling, just cheap labor. Uh, exactly. Yeah. He's selling merch. <laughs> he's just doing everything. He wants to be a part of the business. Um, whenever I have local shows, that, like other, other than my company, he travels with me to all of them. We wow. had a show last night in Milwaukee. Can I go? I said, well, I'm going to get home late, and then I have to fly out. So you got to go to your mom's like late tomorrow tonight. I'd like to go with you. Perfect. Wow. It's awesome. Yeah. Is, is it just a coincidence that you're here in Florida? Raw reunion is on Monday in Florida. It's like a three-hour drive Is that why you here. asked if I was here all week? Yeah. It is. Yeah. No, and I wasn't no. trying to like. I was just like, you must be here all week, no. I would assume. No. Uh, haven't got the call. Okay. Haven't and you said you're flying back to Wisconsin tomorrow. Fly back tomorrow. I'm not flying back to Florida on Monday. Not yet. I'm not flying back to Florida. Not yet. Uh, <laughs> this truth thing is really making me relevant, though. Yeah, I was just going to say. Mentioning me 97,000 times a week. Wait, I'm not interviewing Drake Maverick right now? No, I'm much fatter. <laughs> 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 he, uh, his, his, my leg weighs as much as him. Uh, but I love it, man. Like it's Yeah. Cool. This I'll is why it. it would make perfect sense for you to be at Raw Reunion to win the twenty four seven championship. I'm going to be at home. I'm going to be at home. Mm. Your new twenty four seven champion Stop. right here. <laughs> <laughs> but it's uh, it would make perfect sense though it, with how much your name's been coming up on Raw it every would, week. And it's uh, but it's let them do their thing. Okay. I never wait by the phone, but when it happens at Rumble this year, yeah. it was incredible. Greatest Royal Rumble uh, in Saudi. Awesome. I guess when they when they need to sell out stadiums, they call the little guy, you know. But were uh, you under the ring the whole time at the Rumble? Like, is there no. an, is there another method to get you to the ring? There is. There's <laughs> it's okay. There's an announcement going on here. It's okay. That doesn't. That the mics won't pick that it up. That can't get us. <laughs> Security is setting up in five minutes. <laughs> you will not get in without your ticket. <laughs> Doors are in forty-five <laughs> minutes. Okay. Back to the interview. Uh, yeah, so the usual thing at television was darken the lights, put a video on the screen, and all the stagehands would be around me, and I would be in the middle in all black, and they would go, we'd go side ramp, and they would be look like they'd fixing, they're fixing the ring. Yeah, okay. And I would just slide under. Oh. House shows, we had a ring box, which we would just sometimes, that was at the end, like, we finally decided, hey, I can fit in one of these hampers. Let's just do that <laughs> instead of four security guards running me to the ring. But it was uh, actually at, Royal, at Greatest Royal Rumble, or at this year's Royal Rumble because it was in the baseball stadium. Yeah. It's nuts. Uh, match before ended. They had me on a golf cart. They had to get me around the crowd. If this is the ring. I'm here. Now they had to shut the lights off, and I had to literally – all the stagehands run from it would have been with the bullpen. I know I don't know baseball. No, but yeah. I think it's called a bullpen. Sure, yeah. The pitchers do their thing, that, right? Mm-hmm. Not then the ones that are playing, the ones that are practicing. That's right. It's the bullpen. <laughs> I had to run from the bullpen to the ring with these stagehands around me. It was so far. Yeah, that's and I yeah. couldn't believe it, but it worked out. No one saw like no one saw me, which was crazy. No, no so, one expected that. No, and I, that's the cool thing is I don't think anyone expected it either. 
you know, if you are, or I mean, when you are on Raw Reunion on Monday, yeah. do you have to dye your hair? First off, <laughs> Saudi, I did. Saudi, yeah. I, they didn't ask. Oh, you just did? I didn't want to. Two people suggested it to me, and I was very mad at them. And then they spread the word, and other people suggested it to me, and I was really mad. Because I was growing my hair out, and I had to cut my hair, and I had to re-bleach it. Yeah, start all over again. Yeah. Yeah. And I had to go to Disney the next week with my bleach blonde hair. Oh, great. Yeah, looking like a fat Cody Rhodes. <laughs> um, but this one, this Royal Rumble, I wore a hat all day. All day. Mm-hmm. They didn't notice. Thankfully. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I saw you uh, I saw you briefly at Double or Nothing weekend at StarCast. Vegas. And, in Vegas, yes. yeah. And a meme had come out that weekend. That oh, looked, my God. That you looked like AJ Styles. So... That one, like, blew up, too. Oh, yeah. Like, blew up, blew up. Yeah. And so much so that at AIW the next week, I wrestled Pat Buck as AJ Styles. That's so good. I, lo- I, I actually I somehow did a Pele kick. And I was like, even for my fat ass these days, I can do a Pele kick. I'm still got it. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The only time. You still got yeah, it. Yeah, the only time I'll ever think that. But it's, uh, that was, like, how crazy that blew up was awesome oh yeah yeah people were like oh no he's really mad about that no it's making me relevant like truth I'm keep mentioning my you, name. don't you think you'll always be relevant though i don't know man like, but realistically I, I, don't, I don't like to think that way um because i just i mean i was there for 10 years yeah but it's a lot of things going on every week now yeah there's 70 hours of wrestling every week Pretty like between everything, there's a lot of stuff. I, I'm not talked about. Besides this truth thing, I I don't know. I don't like to think about it, but I, I still must be here and there if I'm on indie shows every week. Yeah. How long do you plan on working indie shows? I said 35. It was literally a number when I got released. It was literally a number. I. You're 33 now. 33. Yeah. So two more it'll, years? It'll be more than that. Of course it will. Yeah, I'm dumb. That's not dumb. No, it is. Uh, There's something, though, about, like, being in this world. Like, you know, you feel the love. You can't leave. Yeah. You can't. Literally, you can't leave. And I uh, I told my buddies that I run the company with back home. The minute I turn into the hammer, uh, burn my gear. I said, Burn my gear. Do you, do you feel like you're headed down that path at all? Not yet. It's here in some some weeks I do, uh, some matches I do, and sometimes it's like a. But the, I don't ever want to be that. I'm not worth the promoters bringing me in. Yeah. And it's not. I don't want to do that to my reputation. I think that a real case could be made that you could be put in the WWE Hall of Fame. Nope. I don't like to think that way. Well, I, I said it. You well, don't have you. to say it. You don't have to think it. But I appreciate that. I, why, uh, why didn't you get to go in with DX? I was a mascot, Chris. Okay. Something I was told every week. <laughs> but I still got the merch checks, which helped. <laughs> you, do you still get them? Still get the Royal No. Wow. Oh, yeah. my God. It's, uh, no, it's, it's like that. That's something, that's something like, that's crazy to me is I, uh, um, my just having like a, a loan, a figure alone, one action figure would have been awesome. 
I had a ton. And then I had one right before my last one was. I had all my tattoos and then my son's name and handprints on its back. Wow. Nothing will ever beat that. Like, yeah. He can, he can bring it to show and tell, <laughs> like, in kindergarten because he doesn't have show and tell in third grade anymore. But he can, like, just see it. And that's my handprints when I was born yeah. with my name on my dad's action figure. Yeah. It's cool to me. What made you want to write a book and tell your story? Uh, selfish reasons. <laughs> More money? No. The, the no. DX merch wasn't enough? <laughs> <laughs> Those green hats didn't, don't, aren't paying the bills anymore. Um, actually, they are. You can buy them at Merch Stand for just $20. I don't, I don't, I'm not going to ask um, a specific figure for the <laughs> DX money, but like, I, is it, a, is it a not, like enough money you could get by on it? Yeah. Not wow. still. Not still. But yeah. Wow. My car. Wow. It was very good. I mean, it probably still is, right? No. The, when that shirt, when those shirts came out with me on it, with DX. It's only the shirts with you on it. Yeah. Okay. So it's not all DX merch across no, the board. No, 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 no. Because Billy Gunn said that he gets he DX still, merch yeah. across the board. He's still across the board. Yeah. I'm a mascot, brother. <laughs> I'm not a member, just a mascot. Okay, back to the book and you like making Tory. lots of money on it. <laughs> uh, no, I didn't, I didn't care about the money. I was literally... I did... WWE. I was in Muppets Most Wanted and Leprechaun Origins, which you can get at the bottom of the Walmart bin next to Airbud. <laughs> and I was like, screw it, I want to do a book too, just to say I did. And also, I have this pretty cool, crazy, insane story, fun story that I just wanted to tell. Yeah. Like, I just wanted to tell how I didn't get bullied, and I should have been. I didn't get. I did. I, I I shouldn't have had this opportunity from Oshkosh, Wisconsin, not a wrestling hub, mind ya. Uh, <laughs> but I somehow made it, and it just—it's a cool story, and I, I I'm really excited for all the work that we've put into it to it for it to come out. It's like it's real to me now. It's really, really real. And it's, when does it come out? Uh, uh, September 10th. Officially on right. on Amazon and bookstores, I believe. Yeah, and we're doing an early release, just a local early release, on uh, August third for my company in two weeks, and then putting throwing them all back to the company. Yeah, and September tenth, the number one pre-ordered book on Amazon. Wow! Congratulations! Like, like I saw that when it first came out. That's amazing. Within the first week, it was the number one yeah. pre-ordered book, which. That's nuts. Yeah. Like, again, yeah. just crazy things happen. Well, you talk about how you you know, you know, weren't bullied and you should have been. There's a bunch of people that are going to be watching this right now who are, yeah. quote, unquote, normies that yeah. maybe don't have the obstacles that you had in your life, and, and they're still struggling with things. What do you say to people like that? Uh, it's so easy, man. It's so easy for me to say. Um, but I, I, I would do the BS stars with WWE, and I, I, I wasn't on them right away, and I... Stephanie McMahon was in charge of those. And I said, Stephanie, I would really like to be a part of this. She goes, why aren't you? Mm. I said, you tell me. I said, I really want to be a part of these. I think I have a message. She goes, of course you do. I know yeah. you do. She put me on everyone from there on out. Wow. And it was cool because I, bullies want a reaction. If you don't give a bully that reaction, I would just laugh it off. Said, yeah, I can fit into that locker. So what? You're going to class and I'm sitting in a locker. Sweet. Now who's winning? Just like easy stuff. I would kick myself in the head, but with a can. 
and make money at parties. <laughs> I would crush cans <laughs> on my head with my foot and make money at parties. Yeah. Can't really get bullied when you're doing that. Yeah. And it's just, but it's stuff, if you don't give the bully the reaction, yeah. they're just a dick. They're not a bully, they're just a dick. Well, most bullies are dicks. Yeah, but yeah. they're not getting the reaction from ev- everyone. Yeah. Now they're being like looked at like, just being a dick. But you have this great confidence about you. Yeah, because I laugh at myself. Yeah. Maybe that's the secret to yeah, life. You can't, yeah, yeah. I, I truly think it is. Yeah. If, I, if my son stubs his toe, I hear it go, I go, what happened? He goes, stub my toe again. And he's like laughing inside because I taught him like, first thing I do is I'll, are you okay? Yeah. And then I'll just laugh. Come on. And I'm teaching him that it's, it's okay to, to mess up. Yeah. You fall on your ass on the ice, laugh. Yeah. When he did it as a kid, as a real young kid, he would fall. They tell you, the minute you react to a kid getting hurt, he's going to know he got hurt and he's going to cry. If you just kind of just ignore it or mm. check to make sure he's That's okay. That's so true. Yeah. Most kids will fall, then look around. Yes. And if then just, react. If you either look away or just look at him, give one of those. <laughs> They'll, they will not cry because they want the, <gasps> oh, yes, my God. Yes. And I think that scares them, too, because it's this crazy reaction sure. that they've never had in their life yeah. because they've never fallen. Yeah. It's this crazy reaction that almost makes them nuts. So, yeah. But that's just me, man. Laugh at yourself. Laugh at yourself because if you don't, no one else will. Uh, so September 10th is when the book comes out? Yeah, man. Okay. September 10th. I appreciate so. you taking the time to do this. It's exciting. Uh, yeah, this is awesome. I'm, yeah. uh, I'm excited for everything. I'm excited, like, life, life. Life is going to be really fun. It's going to be fun. Like, this, it was such, it was, man, we put some hard work into this book in the last three years. And, and you're with a great publisher, too. I am. Yeah. I'm very, very excited. They published Al Snow's book. They published uh, a, uh, ECW amount. Press. Yeah, yeah. They, that's the wrestling, yeah, so the wrestling you, book company. If you've read a book. The funny <laughs> thing is, I always thought it was ECW. Like like Paul's company. Yeah, yeah I was like, like Heyman's company. Heyman's still doing like, books? <laughs> this is really weird. This, something's weird about this. It's like, did WWE like, just keep the ECW press? This is really weird. But now it's like, their own thing. Right. Which... Uh, yeah, it's awesome. I'm, I'm glad to be on board. And I, I, I think they're very excited as well. I hope they are to put this out there. Because um, th- it's going to be a book literally like no other. It's uh, wrestling and midget stuff and dad stuff and Muppet stuff. How, how is your father, Vince McMahon, mentioned in the book? A couple times. And how is your relationship with your father, Vince McMahon? <laughs> Finley's my dad. It was revealed on Raw. I know. I yeah. <laughs> no one ever says that anymore, by the way. It's always, you're Vince's kid. What about the whole... Because well, like, that was just like a Finley, oh, I was covering for Vince. Like, yeah. was he really covering for Vince? Yeah, yeah he was. Okay. So I don't get the money. I don't get that those McMahon bucks anymore. <laughs> 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 but uh, that was, that was, I always think, like, I did so many cool things. Yes. That. Yeah. And the DX Pyro stuff. You were the Cruiserweight Champion. And that's always, like, really low on my list. That should be way higher, though. Way high. Yeah. Because I shouldn't have ever wrestled to begin with. I shouldn't have ever been WWE. And then I was a champion. I was, like, the last champion before the stupid purple belt. 
So <laughs> they didn't give me that title either. I was really excited. I was like, can I just have the belt? Yeah, they just kind of went, oh, yeah, the, there's no championship anymore. Yeah, and I just wanted the actual one, and they always said, we'll never, we never know if we're bringing it back. Drop your cards. That's okay. Um, We're just talking anyway Yeah No I just wanted the actual title They gave me a replica Oh that's cool That I had to buy on shop (laughs) Seriously? No I got the nameplate They gave me the nameplate Hold on So when you go to It's Yep When you go to To a wrestler's house And they have the championships Hanging out They all got them I'm sure From the company But not you I got mine on WWE shop Nice. They gave me the nameplate, though. That's c- cool. Yeah. Yeah. It says, actually, the cool thing about it is it says, it says Hornswoggle McMahon, which is only used for two weeks. Wow, that's badass. Yeah. yeah. They were cleaning out the drawers one week. They go, here. I go, oh, that's cool. This is really cool. Yeah. Like it was, so it's on. It's in my office on the <laughs> shop replica title. Well, we look forward to the book coming out in yeah. September. We look forward to uh, you appearing on... Uh, Raw reunion, it's not happening. Yep, winning the twenty four seven championship uh, off of our truth, yeah. Or, or maybe no. it's from yeah. This isn't gonna happen. You keep you're gonna get your hopes up and his hopes up, and whoever else is listening. Scott Steiner isn't even here yet, by the way. He's not. Gangrel's here. What's his show? It's his. Show. I hope yeah. he's here. Scott Steiner was supposed to ride with me here, and he I was? think yeah, and I think he once again just randomly got his own rental car without telling everyone. But we're like. Four minutes from the airport. He always does this. When I brought him in, he got his own rental car. And I had my guy waiting for him at the airport. <laughs> this is my life. I love my life. Life's short and so am I. This is Chris Van Vliet. <laughs> I'm Dylan Postel. <laughs> do, Thanks, do, you have an, do you have an out, like an out saying? I don't know, that, that was pretty good. I usually just say thank you. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. What a guy. Uh, just two guys hanging out, talking about wrestling. Uh, thank you to Dylan for doing that. Uh, speaking of hanging out, you got to check out the YouTube version of this interview, or at least the first, like, 30 seconds, because I often, as you know, go to people's homes, go to wrestlers' homes to do these interviews. So the start of this YouTube video is me sitting under a ring with Dylan trying to do this interview. It turns out that Dylan doesn't actually live under the ring, even though Hornswoggle does. Um <laughs> It was his idea to do this. What a guy. It was so great. Uh, his book, Life is Short and So Am I, is available September 10th, available now for pre-order. Uh, thank you to Green Roads for sponsoring the CVV show since day one. You can use the code CHRIS15 to get 15% off at greenroadsworld.com. Also, thank you to Samson Tech for making us sound oh so good with these microphones. Man, that's this is straight into your this is straight into your eardrums. That's man. Yeah, if you're wearing headphones, wow, that was real deep, like Barry White-like into your ears. Uh, WWE's coming to Miami on Tuesday. That's my backyard here. So uh, they're coming here for SmackDown. I reached out to them and said, who's available? Who Who's doing uh, press that day? Who's doing interviews? And they said, we are making someone available for you. And it is, mm, you guessed it. Yep, I'm doing another interview with Dolph Ziggler. That's who they're making available. Uh, should be fun. So keep an eye out for that one a little bit later on this week.